The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Really, dude? Yeah, I know. Seriously, she, I know. He, he says mics are open, and then you drop your both of your phones. Sorry. <laughs> We're on the air, by the way. This is a go, this is going out over the air, and I, I hope that I hope that people are realizing. I go uh, again. If you're listening for the first time, that was me right before we we come live. I go mics are open, which means shut up. And the minute I did that, step just goes, thump. And drops his laptop and phones right on his microphone stand. Oh, my God. Okay, let's try again. In three, two. (laughs) Yes, yes, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Welcome back, buddy. We're from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Uh, Louisville, Texas. It's Texas Football Today, a show I swear we rehearse. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. I think we rehearsed it once three years ago. (laughs) We, well, we rehearsed. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. the managing editor of Dave yeah. Campbell's Texas Football I Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Yeah. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 63rd birthday today. Happy birthday to Danny Tanner himself, Bob Saget. All right. Okay. The most surprisingly vile uh, vulgar com- comedian oh, of all time. My God. Right? Yeah. After you watched that growing up. Uh, what movie was that? What, what movie did he throw that? Crazy line in was it? Uh, it was. Um, oh, it was half baked. Half baked with Dave Chappelle. Yeah. He shows yeah, up in yeah. half baked. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a movie that holds. I gotta. I gotta revisit that. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, first four through the door. Rob Hadaway, Guy Frazier, Josh Chapa, and Phil Vaney. What's up, y'all? Today is Friday, May seventeenth, two thousand nineteen. One hundred ninety-five days until Thanksgiving. Episode seven fifty-seven. Seven fifty-seven. The number of strikeouts for Dean Palmer in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. Mm. On today's show, guys, Matt Stubb is in the building. Hello. After we got done roasting yeah. you, just well, you straight know, off the top. You know, it's it's tough having two phones now. It just makes it hard. Two to keep phones. A, yeah. Call me Kevin Gates. Oh, it's so hard to have two phones. Well, you know, Bank of America. Well, oh, yeah. my, my my day job does not does <laughs> needs to have tabs on me. You know. Um, we've got a. Uh, oh, We've got two interviews coming up that Matt Stepp did. So if you like, if you like Matt Stepp, it's good news. Matt, this is, this is the episode boy. for you today. Worst uh, show ever. He talked with El Paso, Burgess's Neil Routledge, and uh, Clint Horizon's Paolo Melendez. We'll hear from them. And then back half of the show, it's going to be Mailback Friday. We're going to answer your questions on Facebook. If you're watching us on the show at TexasFootball.com, thank you. Please open yes. another tab and go to Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. And... Um, can they email texasfootballtoday at gmail.com yet, or is that still? Yeah, yeah no. you could. Anytime you want. Yeah, okay. Just go and email I'll it. check it. I'll check it every day. Um, right. But okay. we, uh, if you have questions, high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, food, travel, romance, all of those oh, yeah. things. We are here for your romance we will. We will answer all your questions as many as we can coming up at the back half of the show. So get those questions on Facebook down below in the comments. Uh, do that, please. Uh, Max, you had something? We have eight, like a million things from yeah, yesterday. Yeah, so we didn't get to yeah. do a lot of the usual stuff yesterday because we did have the wonderful Mike Bloomgren in studio. He was great, by the way. Man, he's awesome. a great guy. He's And he's um, 
you know, he's a guy who's easy. He's easy to root for. Like mm-hmm. he's a, he's a guy who mm-hmm. obviously understands the culture there and understands the build. Uh, but he seems like he's embraced it. And, 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 uh, Intellectual brutality is like one of the best. It's hashtag. a really it's good. Awesome. It's a really good mm-hmm. hashtag. And he mm-hmm. gave us a couple of uh, dining recommendations. Yes, for, true. He's true. Yeah. So we looked at what was the name of that place? Tony's. Tony's. We looked it up. It's a little. You need. He said he goes. Uh, my agent was in town, so we went there. You need an agent to take you and pay for that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's pretty nice. It's pretty but nice. But I will <laughs> say, I mean, we're going to be in Houston for THSEA Coaching School mm-hmm. Convention in July. Uh, we can only eat at Spanish Flowers, I mean, at most three times. <laughs> I, I thought we were just going to have every it's meal. It's minimum two. It's a minimum <laughs> two. I got to get Kenny, get Kenny and Ziggy's, Ziggy's at least once. Mm-hmm. Kenny and Ziggy's. So. And who, I mean, we're probably going to have breakfast with our buddy uh, Adam Coleman. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, we maybe we can go to the Breakfast Club again. Yeah, yeah. go to the that'd Breakfast be, Club. That'd be good. Um, but who anyway. knows? A Frenchie's run could happen again. Oh, I mean, just, oh baby. So oh, much to baby. do. There's so a lot. With, I mean, there's a lot to do. I like how we're planning meals out two months in advance. Well, what's this? This is a food show. This is a food show. It's kind of what we told <laughs> Bloom Green yesterday. Yeah. We we're like, this is just a food show that's actually like disguised mm-hmm. as a football show. Yeah, anyway, much. Max, what do we got? We got multiple things. First off, I want to give a shout out to Levi Niebush. Uh, he said, uh, Aiden Noriega from Tascosa going to play for Rice Bear. Take, of our, take care of our boy coach. I'm sure he will. Mm-hmm. Uh, McElro- Ed McElroy, our man, says, My first college game was at Rice in the late 50s. Do not date yourself, Ed. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Ed here's Sanchez. here's another thing about that. Yeah. Uh, Rice Stadium has hosted a Super a Bowl. Super Bowl, yeah, 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 has hosted a Super yeah, Bowl. That's true. Yeah. That. Fun yes. facts. Uh, Rob Hadaway, Jacob Doddridge from South Lake Carroll, will be starting his sophomore season at Rice. He was such a great mm-hmm. player for the Dragons. Great on and off the field. Dud. At Carroll, Guy Frazier. Yeah. Guy Frazier also shout out to Highland Park's uh, Reagan Riddle O line, yeah. who was in the 2019 class that you guys were talking about and fawning over this uh, offensive line group. We were. Well, you yeah. remember especially that game against Denton Ryan going into that semifinal. We were like, yeah. all right, well, you know, you got to give the edge to, to Highland Park because they've just had Ryan's number. But the place we worried about, I was like, well, Denton Ryan's front seven is really, really good, and Highland Park's offensive line was. Fantastic that day. Oh my gosh, yeah, that were, was that was. I mean, yeah. between like the two most impressive offensive line performances I saw were Alito against Fort Ben Marshall in the title game, and then and then that that one with Highland Park against Denver Ryan. So yeah. and Ray Riddle was like the headliner on that mm-hmm. offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miziel did have advice uh, for Coach. He was talking about being stressed and how last year was mm-hmm. such a stress stressful season. Miziel said, "Life lesson: When one is stressed, read it backwards, and you'll know your answer." Desserts. Oh, right. Aren't you happier now? Mm-hmm. The smile on Tepper's face when he realized mm-hmm. uh, what that meant. Hmm. Yeah. What are we? Have you figured out what we're doing? We're, we're today. We send the magazine to press two weeks from today. Oh, man. Have you figured out your part? My part is to go and buy an irresponsibly priced bottle right. of scotch. Right. That's my part. Right. The problem, as as I alluded to the other day in a meeting, and you gave me a dirty look, which you're about to give me now, is that I may not be here. Yeah. What's your deal again? Well, I'm going to be in Kansas City for the Champions League final, and I got, I'm probably going to have to leave on Friday. Why are you going to be in Kansas City? Because that's where my best friend is. We're going to watch it together. He came down here last year. I go up there this year. And I owe him. I haven't been back to Kansas City since I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> and my best friend's lived there the whole time. He comes, he comes and visits me. Sometimes I pay for him to visit me so I don't have to go to Kansas City. What <laughs> seems like another Kansas time? City? I just don't like it. Yeah, it's fine. It's like a, it's, we talk, This is like a whole other tangent, but it is Friday. It's like one of those American cities. It's fine. But, like, there are people there who are like, Kansas well, City is the best well, American well, here, city. Well, here's the thing. Kansas City has always been a fine city. Yeah. And they've kept up the idea of being fine because, like, all the stuff that they've built. And it's it's actually a growing city. And, yeah. it's you know, there are places that you can go that are yeah. that are really fun. And, right. And, and St. Louis, on the other hand, yeah. is a city that was fine. 
and has just given up. It's kind of <laughs> up. Yeah. I say that's the effort factor. Oh, <laughs> I have, I have, I have. Yeah, uh, you spend a lot of time there. I'm so. speaking of somebody yeah. who spends a lot of time in St. Louis. Um, yeah. That that mm-mm, nope. Yeah. Um, this will give. This will bring that smile back to your face. So we'll talk about the dessert thing later. I'll figure something out. Send something. This will bring the smile back to your face from Miziel. Not that anyone's counting, but we're 15 Thursdays away from America's favorite segment. Oh. <laughs> 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 yes. And then just a bunch of st- stacked, money stacked cash coming. emojis. Free money yeah. is coming. That's yeah, right. yeah. Oscar Owen said, "Rice fight never die." We had lots of rice fans. It was fun. Oh, it great. was fun to see. People were All right, and up. then today, just off the top, we got Pharaoh King saying, "Longview, Longview Lobos stand up state champ, sixteen and no. I don't think they're ever going to get tired of saying that. And I do not. They're going to say them. that it's going to be eight years them. from now. They're going to like state champ. It won't happen. Yeah. Let's say they lose eighty straight. I know. Like state they lose eighty in a row. Yeah. It'll be like oh, state champ, sixteen and zero. Yeah, yeah. We the most. Yeah, I know. It's amazing." Um, oh, and yeah. then, so two more things. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rick, wow. Rick Ward says, "Can Wagner High School football get some love? Here's some love. Go Wagner. Yeah, I mean, they were very good last I year. They went to the semifinals last yeah, year. I was laying up in capsule yesterday. Yeah. Might go to the semifinals again might, this year. Might again this year. Yeah. Got to yeah. be the they favorite. No worse than co-favorite, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there you go, Wagner. And the most important thing that happened yesterday mm-hmm. was that our comments got hijacked by our beloved TFTers. Mm. And I'm going to take you to the end." And then try to tell you how we got there. Kay. Because at the end of it, they were clamoring for a Dave Cancel Dave Campbell's Texas football sponsored ten K, which would be named the Vince Young Memorial Trophy ten K. Where the where participants would get mini replicas of Of this? The Vince Young Player of the Year trophy. That's that's where it ends, and we should be and we'll be. Bro- we, they want us to broadcast it as it happens. Oh my god! Do you think that company is is still in business? There's no, there's no way. There's zero chance that company. There's is still a lot in to unpack here. What I will although s- it's located in Dell City, Oklahoma, and I know the head coach at Dell City, Oklahoma that's High random. School. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is a weird show. Well, yeah, this is. There's a lot to unpack here, but I, I you will not be surprised to find out this somehow started with Terry Adams, oh, of course, and Brent Homan. Getting into cahoots. Those two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. And somehow it ended with we should be hosting a 10K that we broadcast and they get trophies for. So, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. We we have much better things to do guys, with our money than that. Guys, uh, I. What little money we have. Listen, there's only one thing worse than exercising, and that's watching other people exercise. I ain't doing that. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how do you how do you what? broadcast a 10k? And make yeah, it am I going to do play by play on it? Yeah, right. Like, and they're still running. There, there Boy, goes that guy Brent. looks really tired. Look at yeah. him. Boy, look at him grab that water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the guy with the beer belly just threw up. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> now that that is a that is a very good uh, you know, like description of what would actually that yeah. would actually happen. Yeah. It's like the guy with the beer belly just threw up. Right. Um. <laughs> up. Somebody's passed out. Yeah. yeah, and as Tony Blaylock says, and up to the weirdness factor, the trophies definitely have to not be presented by Vince Young, which I don't think will be a problem. No, we get like I don't a think Vince Young be, trouble not having Vince there. No, what we do is we get Ishmael in a Vince Young jersey. <laughs> here's <laughs> like here's, a Titans jersey, like a Vince Young Titans jersey. That'd be fun. Here's what I'll say. I would, I would, I'll absolutely, you know what? I will sign off on the Dave Campbell's 10K What's if what? every single one of these TFTers commits to running in it and mm-hmm. finishing it. And finishing Thank it. Thank you. That's yeah. a key no. part. Because I and know finishing it. some of these 
jabronis yeah. would go out there yeah. and they'd be like, oh, I started it. And yeah. then I was, I'm going to stop and then yeah. like grab a beer and yeah. try to sit. And like, do the, it's do not the fair because Brent and Terry are both runners anyway. And I'm sure a lot of the coaches and like people yeah. who listen to the podcast, like podcast listeners, a lot of them tell us they go for like their morning run. That and they listen awesome. to this, their morning workout, mm-hmm. they listen to the show. They're like, hell yeah, man, I'll sign up for that 10K. Get me in there. That's not fair to no. to the rest of the crew, including me, who are like, man, I ain't running. No. I ain't Mm-mm. running for anything. Mm-mm. I work out five days a week. I don't run at, at, at any of it. Running's yeah. dumb. It keeps you healthy. It keeps you healthy, but God, God, at what, what cost? cost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Tony Blaylock asks, how many days does it take to walk 10K? Yeah, dude, <laughs> dude, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there for that. Anyway. That is what was going on during our in-studio appearance by Mike Bloomgren at Rice. We had, like, a, we had an FBS coach, one of 130 yeah. people in the world. And Brent and Terry. The jackals just the audacity, the comments. The audacity to think this show is about their 10K. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, okay. anyway. Um, get your questions in. It's yeah, Mailbag Yeah, get your Friday. questions. Mailbag Friday. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. And no 5K questions or 10K mm-hmm. questions. Whatever no running questions. No K questions. I don't think you can stop them from asking. Um. Uh, Matt Stepp, you were out in El Paso. I was in El Paso. A beautiful Sun City. Got, caught up a with good a good time. Caught up with a number of coaches. One of them, El Paso Burgess's Neil Routledge. Here is Matt Stepp's conversation with Neil Routledge here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at the El Paso Coaches Clinic. Here with the head coach of the Burgess Mustangs, Coach Neil Routledge. Coach, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to uh, chat with us today. Yeah, thanks for thanks for speaking with me. I appreciate it. All right, Coach, uh, last year uh, you had a good year, area round of the playoffs, uh, finished 7-4-1, uh, and one, uh, got a playoff win, which I know is always a, a big thing for your program. Uh, and you guys have gotten a few playoff wins in the past. I know when the Jones boys were uh, in town, they uh, got you got a couple playoff wins for Burgess when you were across town at Del Valle. But uh, overall, your thoughts on the 2018 season, uh, would, you, would you classify it as, as a, a success? Yeah, it was a success for us. We took another step, and, uh, you know, I tease everybody. We were carrying around a lot of trophies that didn't belong to us, so now we get to carry around a trophy that does belong to us. So that that uh, that's good for me and, and our staff and our community, and, and we were real excited about uh, our last season. I'm guessing if Aaron and Alvin have any eligibility left, you'll find a uniform for them? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I think we can find a place for them to play just about on every every uh, every down of the of the season, yeah. All right, you guys are uh, ramping up spring football. I know that's uh, getting started. Uh, always, as with everybody in the, in the state of Texas in spring football, number one, you want to stay healthy, no injuries. Uh, but all, there's a lot of things you guys got to get done. What are some of the things that you and your coaching staff are looking to accomplish with the spring workouts? Well, we're trying to solidify our defensive starters. And then uh, what we do defensively, we're going to look at going from kind of four-man down to three-man down and, and playing with the front on defense. And then uh, just replacing some of the guys that we lost on the on the offensive line, like we do every year, and uh, making sure that we can run the ball and throw the ball, and and just that we have good uh, chemistry between all the kids that we do have on the field. Now, looking ahead of 2019 season, I know uh, there's big changes in El Paso last year with the split division alignment and Class 5A really shook things up. Uh, but as far as the, the team itself, what, what kind of team can Mustang fans expect to see? What's the personality of your ball club going to be next year? Well, we did very well with the JV, and we did very well with the freshmen. So everything on paper looks looks promising. And, um, you know, I, I think if the kids continue to buy in on what we're preaching, I, I think we'll, we'll have success. Um, but we need a great offseason. We need a great summer. And, um, you know, when we get in the season, I think we'll do very well. 
All right, now uh, we're out here at the coaches clinic here in El Paso. So a, a good speaker list, a good lineup. Uh, we made a lot of football talk. I imagine there'll be some plays drawn up on napkins uh, later on this evening. Uh, but for for young coaches, who, you know, maybe you have a young coach in your staff who's never been to a clinic before, or a young coach watching this video. What what are some of the what would advice you would give uh, to a young coach coming to his first clinic? What what does a, a young coach need to do when he's at these things? You know, they they need to come here. They need to pay attention. They need to write stuff down, and then they they need to have a little bit of confirmation that what the speakers are talking about is things that they're doing you know that's as as a coach I always thought you know I want to clarify and and justify the things I'm doing and, and realize that a lot of things that they're talking about are the things that we're doing on the field in, in Texas high school football um, but a, a young coach just stay stay hungry stay driven stay motivated um, but I encourage my older coaches to do the same thing you know I don't want to hear an offensive coach saying oh it's just defensive speakers or a defensive coach saying it's just offensive speakers I want them learning and and growing and and this is a great thing that coach uh, Pete does for us and uh, we you know we need to support it and we need to be here and 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 taking all the knowledge we can possibly get. You were an offensive guy by trade, I believe. Uh, I know you were at, at Del Valle, you were the offensive coordinator there. So when you were an assistant, did you like to go listen to the defensive guys and see how they were trying to defend you? Or did you want to go listen to the offensive guys and maybe get some new wrinkles to add to your scheme? You know, what was your preference? Well, my preference is to listen to the offensive guys. But like I'll tell you and I'll tell the staff, um, you got to listen to both sides of the ball. you got to really understand their mindset of what they're trying to do defensively uh, to be a good offensive coordinator or to be good on offense. And um, I I'm the kind of guy that I'll listen to everybody because I'm afraid I'm going to miss something. And, and I don't want to be the guy that misses a, misses a clinic or misses a speaker and then it's something that could have helped my kids. You can take one thing, it's a success, right? One little nugget, right? Yeah, any, anything, anything that they say that will help your program it's a benefit. All right, final question. I'll have a little fun with you here. Uh, you know, we like the, the crew at Dave Campbell's. We like to travel and we like to uh, eat at good places on the road. Right. And we don't want to uh, we don't want to go to McDonald's because McDonald's tastes the same in El Paso as it right. does in the Metroplex. Right. So I, I need one of your uh, what, what's one of your favorite local spots that we need to hit up when we're in town. Okay, so my favorite Burgess local spot, Burgess neighborhood like local spot is Dominguez Restaurant. Okay, okay. so you got to try that one. But if, if you want to go anywhere in the city for Mexican food, I, I would go to Kiki's. I think Kiki's is a good place to go. Menchaca, right? Menchaca's pretty good. I like the fajitas. They have a lot of nice things at, at uh, Kiki's. What's your go-to at the local spot, uh, Dominguez? What's, what's, the, what's, what's your go-to meal? Okay, uh, at Dominguez, I get two tacos, two enchilada plate, and then uh, rice and beans. I can deal with that. I can deal with that. Well, Coach, appreciate your time. I'll let you get back into the lecture. Uh, appreciate what you do for student-athletes in the student state of Texas, and uh, good luck in 2019. Yeah, we sure appreciate you guys, too, and uh, thanks for uh, making us a part of this. There is Neil Routledge, the head coach of El Paso Burgess. They're going to be an interesting squad this year because they're, they're you know Burgess is always a team out there in El Paso that, uh, I mean, they've had they've had headliners. That's where the, the Jones brothers yeah, went. Yeah, I tried to try to see if he was petitioning the UIL for it, additional eligibility for the Jones brothers. Yeah, but it didn't just work see out, like, yeah, what are you doing, Aaron Jones? But they've had they've had they went to the area round of the playoffs last year. Played for the Packers. Uh, Aaron does. Hey, Alpha sure was does, with Bob. the Ravens, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, Rutledge has done a good job at Burgess. They've uh, mm -hmm. been at the in the area round of the playoffs. They they should be in the mix again this year. I mean. Done, done good things there. Yes, he sure has. And so we appreciate him catching up with Matt Stepp while he was out there uh, chopping it up in El Paso. Another guy that he caught up with uh, is the head coach at Clint Horizon. Speaking of 5A. Yeah, Paulo Merlendez. Paulo Merlendez. Uh, Matt Stepp caught up with him. Here is Matt Stepp's conversation with Clint Horizon coach Paulo Melendez here on Texas Football Today. 
Matt Stepdade Campbell's Texas football here at the El Paso Coaches Clinic. Here with the head coach of the Horizon Scorpions, Coach Paulo Melendez. Uh, coach, thanks for taking a few minutes to uh, chat with us. Oh, thank you. All right, Coach, uh, looking at uh, you're, you're heading into year three at Horizon. Uh, when you got there, it was a program that was struggling. I mean, you know, make no bones about it. I mean, in, the, in 2013 to 17, I think they won eight games total. This past year, you guys uh, got it turned around, got into the playoffs. Uh, I know didn't end on the on, you know the way you wanted to, but still a lot of positive success. Uh, you know, just your kids. I mean, they had to have, had to have a lot of buy-in for them to get that thing turned around. And uh, what did what did it mean for you guys to actually get, take that next step and get to the playoffs last year? Well, I think uh, for us, it just meant uh, implementing systems that the kids believe in, and it started with the coaches. Um, I'm very fortunate to have a great coaching staff and. Uh, you know, once from there, the kids just start buying in, summer, uh, lifting weights, running. And then uh, year two, obviously, our systems, our kids were much more comfortable in them, and they executed. And uh, give the credit to the kids. They're the ones that went out there and, and played their hearts out, and we were able to get a playoff spot there at the end. Are you noticing, did you notice a little more buzz around campus when you guys got into the playoffs? And, you know, it's because it seems like football sets the tone for the entire school year for the school. It seems like you guys had a little, I'm assuming there was a little buzz around campus get, getting that success, right? Absolutely. Um, I, I always do believe that if the football team does well, then the scores are well, the attendance is well. So um, the buzz around the school was, was tremendous. Um, the, uh, the outpour and the support was uh, something that was very much needed. So we feel like us getting to the playoffs did the school well more than it did the football program. I just think it, it, it's something that we look forward to. It's a challenge, and uh, we're going to continue to strive for that goal. Well, let's look ahead to next year because I know you, you, you don't want to just get to the first round of the playoffs. You know, I know the goal is to win district championships and win playoff games. Uh, so uh, you guys aren't doing spring football. You're going to have to take the extra week in the fall. Uh, what are some of the things that you guys are looking to get accomplished uh, in, in fall practice, and uh, what kind of team can uh, – you know, Scorpion fans expect to see in 2019? Uh, physical. Um, that's who we were last year. I think we're not going to share away from that. Um, we have a great uh, weight room that we take fully advantage of, and we're going to continue to do so during the entire summer. So um, we think that our skilled guys are going to be a big part this year. Um, last year, our running game was was uh, tremendous for us. We had a, the uh, district MVP. Um, so now we're looking to expand our role in our offense, uh, maybe become more versatile in the passing game, and then defensively, um, just continue the things that we've been doing, bend, don't break, um, defense, and uh, you know, just if we continue to do that, I think we're going to be just fine. I feel like your personality and, and it takes, the team took on, takes on your personality. Watching some film of you guys, your defense plays a very physical smash mouth game, and that's kind of the way, the way I'm sure you, you, can't, you brought up, were brought up playing football and coaching as an assistant. Uh, you got to like to see that, right? Right, you know, I, I played offensive line. I've coached offensive line. Um, I'm a technician um, when it comes to that. So I think that's carried over into the head coaching role. So the kids see that. They gravitate towards that. Um, they respond to it. So, so far, it's worked for us. So, All right, now uh, we're here at the Coaches Clinic here in El Paso. It's a great, great speaker list lined up. How nice is it to have something like this in, in your backyard where you don't have to travel eight or nine hours to, to come listen to some great speakers? It's fantastic. Um, just listening to other people speak. Uh, info share some of the things that uh, other people are doing and just taking that back to our coaching staffs and and seeing how we can implement some of those things um, and like you mentioned uh, the proximity uh, we do we do try to go to other clinics but having one in our own backyard I think uh, we as El Paso coaches here in this region uh, we take a lot of pride in that all right now I got a couple of fun questions for you all right the first one uh, this, this this was a secret question given to me by, by one of your assistants can you tell us when is the best time to call a fake punt 
the best time to call a fake punt. I think when, you guys had one that worked pretty well for you last year, right? Right, uh, when nobody knows it. <laughs> when not even, not even the, the punt team knows it, just you and the punter. So. And, and was that one of those plays where you, you were yelling, no, 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 and then when it worked, you were like, yes, yes, yes? Uh, you know, I, it was mayhem in the headsets, and I just kind of had to stay quiet. And, and, and once everything settled down, I said, hey, guys, uh, I called that one. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll tell you guys later in the, in the office what happened. But hey, And it works, right? So, you, you're, you know, it, when, when the play works, you're a genius, right? It's how, how it always goes, right? And then when it doesn't work, then everybody thinks you're crazy, right? Absolutely. So I'm definitely grateful that it worked that time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final question for you now. Uh, the guys at Dave Campbell's, we love to uh, hit the road and uh, find good places to eat, especially good local spots. So I need to know, when I come to cover Horizon game, where, where do I need to go grab a bite to eat at? I think you definitely need to go to Tacos Charlie. Tacos Charlie? Yes, sir. Uh, growing up in Horizon, they were a, a little food truck. Um, you always knew where they were because that's where all the cars were, and then they got a little locale up in uh, Darrington Road, and now they have a full restaurant on, on Horizon Boulevard. So they stay true to themselves. They haven't changed their menu. Um, they serve great food, authentic El Paso Mexican food. So uh, Tacos El Charlie. So if I go there, what do you recommend I order? Uh, seis de asada. Um, and, oh, yeah. And uh, the limonada. It's, it's none of this uh, powder stuff. It's fresh, freshly made squeezed lemons. Sounds good. I think I'm getting hungry thinking about it. Coach, appreciate your time. Uh, congrats on a great 2018 season. Uh, good luck in 2019. And we appreciate what you do for student athletes in the state of Texas. Thank you. There he is, Paolo Melendez, the head coach at Clint Horizon. Uh, appreciate him taking a little bit of time. They look like a team probably duking it out for like that fourth, third, fourth spot. It's, yeah, I, he's done a good job. He got there, and I, I mentioned it in the interview, I think the past uh, – Five years, they won like eight games total, and yeah, got they got to the playoffs last year, and, and they were bad. I mean, yeah. two and eight. This is this is going back to 2014. So 2014, 0 and 10. 2015, one and nine. Then two and eight, two and eight, and then five and six last year. Which yeah. I know, look, five and six doesn't blow you away, but you talk about grading on a curve. Yeah, Horizon's a tough place. You're not even the you're not even the most prominent school in your own city of Clint. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. So to get to the playoffs is a huge, huge step forward for Melendez and company. So appreciate it. But yeah, you look at one five A Division two. They're probably, I, I know they lose a lot, but I think Parkland's probably still the king of that district. Yeah, I think Parkland's, and then I think I think after that it's, it gets real. You know, Canatio's kind of hit or miss. Hanks Hanks is going through a transit coaching transition. Um, so Slayton this- missed the playoffs at seven and three last year. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, I I think. They're hoping they can sneak into the upper echelon of the district mm-hmm. and maybe host a first-round yeah. playoff game. I think basically there's only one district. There's only one spot claimed in that district, and that's Parkland's going to make the playoffs. Yeah, Parkland's still the other. Going to the you know, there are only five teams in there between Cantillo, East Leta, um, Horizon, Hanks, and, and even you know even Riverside. Riverside. Yeah, they, Coach Recoder's there. He's trying to get things turned yeah. around. Uh, you I know. wouldn't just like write them off. So. No, I don't know. It's an interesting district out there. Appreciate uh, Coach Paolo Melendez, who is a large dude. Yeah. Uh, for uh, talking with you. All right. Well, it's Texas Football Today. We're here for week at noon, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Subscribe, please. Texasfootball.com slash insider. You know, you're watching this show anyway. Uh, Texasfootball.com slash insider if you want your magazine. I'm sure we're not going to get any subscribers today, and that's going to make my boss mad, but whatever. Let's get to the mailbag. Mailbag! Let's do it. Friday. It's the Mailbag Friday. Ask yeah. your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, travel, food, romance. All of your questions here, ask them down below in the comments on Facebook. Max, does anybody have any questions whatsoever? Always. There's always questions for you two geniuses. I was laying out 
some pages yesterday and mm-hmm. I had forgotten like one of the last districts I did last night was 5A Division 16 5A Division 1 and I forgot there are 10 teams in it I was like oh, oh yeah. I gotta make those fit anyway what's up our man Phil Vaney down in Houston uh, Shadow Creek man uh, he's curious about any surprise teams for you guys in 29 now Phil's new new-ish in the sense that you've got to think about what surprise means to you mm-hmm. right to us, who looks at the, who look at these teams constantly, especially this time of year when we're putting the magazine together, is a surprise a team who might win a title and you would be surprised they did, or is a surprise like this team isn't normally good and actually they'll be pretty good this year, like maybe the last eight, mm-hmm. two different, right. very different yeah. things. I'm gonna let you guys think about it and maybe throw out one or two surprise right. teams, but don't go crazy because we do have a magazine to sell. We do have yeah. a magazine to sell, and, and the, the <laughs> typically we always do uh, a hipster picks article every year. Before and the by the starts. way, uh, today we're recording Tep and Step, yeah. and we mm-hmm. might have. I, I think we're gonna do a segment, and I, I want to talk to you. About, we'll, we'll play on the show right now on the air. Um, <laughs> I want to do a segment about teams that are like teams we can't get a read on, like polarizing teams, teams that I feel like are because diff- there's one that that springs to mind. Uh, having to do with an area that a friend of ours just got just got a ah job. yeah yeah yes, of course that yeah. we are very we'll talk about split that on that yeah stuff. yeah yeah well, okay. well teams teams that we can't figure out right now I'll, I'll, I'll give Phil one yeah okay a team West Columbia yeah mm-hmm. you Columbia. are on, you're on the I'm Columbia very team. high on them I, know, I think true. they are going to make a big leap forward this year right. keep an eye on the Roughnecks I'll give you one Lampasas. Badger, badger, badger. I think the Badger, 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 Mushroom, Ace Whitehead, man. I think yeah. they are yeah. ready. Had a good year last league. year? Yes. Tough and, district. And Tough there's, district. There's a greater than zero chance I will see a Lampasas game in person this year. You going oh, to Lampasas nice. Liberty Hill? Uh, no, I think week nine I'm doing like Taylor and Lampasas. Um, 14 and, and I'll, back. I'll take pictures of it, and so Danny Davis will know that I'm in the Austin they, area. Taylor counts as the Austin area, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, what, they lost in the area round. They played a close game to Lavernia. Yeah. Very close. Game I think, and they were super young last year. I don't know. Lampasas is a team that, that I think um, it wouldn't surprise me if suddenly you're like, "Ooh, hey, they're playing a regional final. They're playing and probably getting a rematch with like Liberty Hill." So there's a couple. There you go. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Rob out in El Paso. He says he's going to Lubbock for UTEP versus Texas Tech and Austin for LSU Texas. Mm. What are the barbecue spots he needs to hit in each town? Josh Chapa jumped in. He said Evie Mays in Lubbock. Absolutely. Uh, in, uh, Absolutely. It's like out Mays. Wolford, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wolford. Yeah. Uh, Evie Mays yeah. is the go-to yeah. in Lubbock. Has, I don't, has I don't one really of the top ten else. briskets in the state. Yeah. Evie uh, Mays is excellent. Austin, you've yeah. got your choice. Everyone's yeah. going to say Franklin, but you are – I mean, okay. I've never had Franklin barbecue. From what I understand, everyone whose opinion I respect If you're willing has to been sit, stand in yeah. line yes. for it, it's, it's great, but it. you, it's, it's an investment. It's amazing. Or if you have a group, would you like a pro tip? A Franklin's pro tip. If you have a group, you can call ahead – like if you call far enough ahead, so if you know you're going to be in town on this day, you could do it now. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You could do it now, and you could place your order online, and it will just be waiting for you. You can walk mm-hmm. up and take many pounds of meat away. Where? And why were we in people Austin? looking at you with angry looks? Uh, we were, the Herman cover shoot. We were in Austin in 2017 for, for the, the Tom, Tom Herman, Herman cover shoot, shoot. Yeah. and you had this brilliant idea. You All go, right. hey, yeah. why don't we? We'll just call ahead. We'll call ahead. Yeah. We'll order, and it was like the day before. Yeah. Like it was that. a few days before. Few but days yeah, before. And yeah. they were like, uh, we're going to need three weeks it to w- get that ready. It wasn't that <laughs> bad, but it was like they needed a week or a week and a half, something yeah. like that, because like, the demand was so high. What are some, I like, um, I mean, uh, La Barbecue, Mueller's yeah. and Taylor. Mm-hmm. Style Switch. Um, style Switch yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, you know, you could do the Lockhart. I mean, if you're just a barbecue historian, you might just do the Lockhart tour. And yeah, just go, do the three places in you know, Lockhart. Now, the, yeah. the three places in Lockhart are not as good as they used to be. Yeah. There's better. To me, yeah. on their on their best day, Smitty's is the best. 
Yeah, uh, Lockhart, I agree. Best you and I have talked about this. But Smitty's they're least the least consistent. Yeah, they're the least consistent. Yeah. I mean, or, we went to Kreutz, right? <clears throat> yeah. If you want a real unique barbecue experience, go a little south of Lockhart and go to Luling for City Market. Yeah, City yes, Market. that is yeah. one of the one of the most unique Texas barbecue experiences you'll yeah. you'll you'll experience. By the way, Super yesterday good. and I, I put this in the Slack chat, but so our our buddy Travis Heim over at Heim Barbecue, it's true, uh, opened their second location out it's very White, nice out White West Settlement of Fort Worth, yeah, west of Fort Worth, and uh, Daniel Vaughn was there, the barbecue snob, and he tweeted about how they now have on that at that location permanently they have the Heimburger, which was kind of a special attraction that he would do every once in a while mm-hmm. whereas like he would take brisket and beef and put it in yep. and then he he would do um take burn ins and turn it into like a bacon jam jam to yeah. put on top yeah guys I, like it sounds amazing but i also feel like I don't know if I can go to a barbecue place and order a burger. Oh, I'm going to have the Heim burger at some point. Yeah. When, but here's the thing. We go to Heim as a group, and yeah. we order everything. Why wouldn't you just order, like, two Heim burgers and split them up and yeah, make it part of the feast? In, yeah, just make it. That's yeah. part of it. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, and I will say the then new Then you don't leave without trying the new stuff. The, All the stuff. The new location, we've we've joked about doing this show live from Heim a few times because Travis Heim is. Uh, it's not a joke. Uh, we would move the studio there Look, tomorrow. The new the new restaurant is much more capable of doing that. It's yeah. much bigger. Right. Parking. Yeah. The other the other one like the one in the one at, um it's a little the small, original one little is a little smallish. Man, who all was with us when we went to Heim? Me, you, Ish. Uh, my buddy came with us. Uh, Shahan did Shahan? Come I think with Shahan, us? Shahan came. Came with us? And yeah. we ordered everything. An irresponsible yeah, amount of barbecue. It was great. And, oh, it's so good. It was good. Anyway, what's next? Uh, I just want to point out it is National Armed Forces Day, by yeah. the way. So wow. thank you to everyone who served yes, uh, and and who is still serving. But on that note, Brent Holman is blaming Terry for the entire debacle yesterday. Brent Holman, oh. Purple Heart recipient. <laughs> For valor in combat is throwing dear all the sweet, blame dear sweet on Terry. dear sweet Terry Adams oh for God. the debacle yesterday. Our our hero, she did it. I didn't our do nation's it. hero, yeah. Brent Homan, is like, nah, man, it was her. I'm throwing her under the bus. It wasn't me. Don't come point oh, at me. Poor innocent Terry. Man. Well, actually, she's not too innocent. Man. Innocent Terry. You can say poor Terry, but don't use the word innocent. Can you believe it? And for some reason, I'm going to take another one of Brent's questions after that, which is this is a good one for Step. Step and I have been talking about this because 7 on 7 is really going to start warming up now. Oh, yeah. This is the first we're, week. Starting this weekend, we're going to start updating the site. I know I talked to a couple of our viewers who wanted to know more updates on 7 on 7. So we're going to update one article on the site uh, every weekend mm-hmm. with who's qualified for state. And we're going to start doing that this weekend. His question is. Uh, who are you expecting already? If you had to pick some semifinalists, people competing for the title at, at State Seven Seven, do you have some early picks yet? Oh gosh, no! It's it's too I, early. I think it's way too early yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. I mean, picking just the qualifiers is a is it's a, tough. It's tough. Yeah. I think. Look, I mean, it, especially at the smaller school, the bigger school level is always a crapshoot. You know, there, there's some consistency at the small school level. You know, China Spring. Mm-hmm. I think Graham is going to be really good this year. Uh, those are kind of the team, you know, Navasota when they come is, is usually good. Um, I like how so far you're just naming teams that are always good. Yeah, they're always yeah, good. I mean, in right. small schools, yeah. it's like these yeah. people are always Grand good. Grand's always so. great, yeah. Yeah, so it's – but, I mean, it's, it's tough. Another one. We'll, we'll yeah. see. I'll tell you, last week, um, Waco La Vega, even though they didn't qualify, shocking, right, looked good. Yeah. Missing all those kids to the state track meet, which, by the way, they won the state 4A boys state championship in track. And, like, oh almost everyone that was running was, like, a junior. Yeah, and they missed they, – they lost to Lorena by a point and almost won their pool without mm-hmm. several other guys. So, mm-hmm. they look good. Uh, McGregor, surprisingly, looked pretty good. Nice. I think McGregor is going to mm. be better than people think. So, that, that's what I saw last I – mean, I'll get to see a lot more this week. So, 
this is this for those R seven on seven coverage. So every Sunday there will be a article, like Max said, with mm-hmm. listing all the qualifiers. It'll be the same one. We'll just update it. Uh, we will have. Um, I will gather as many scores as I can from yeah. across mm-hmm. the state yeah. uh, and put those up from each tournament on Saturday night. Uh, I ask every coach at every tournament to send us the scores, and about. 75 80% do. Yeah. Um, and then I'll be tweeting updates from the tournament that I'm at. And then as I get updates from other tournaments around the state, I'll be tweeting them out as well. So mm-hmm. we, we will have, uh, and then we'll post predictions every week. And then as the pools get them, I post them as well. So we will have nice. plenty of seven on seven coverage. Nice. Uh, at all of our um, formats. Apropos of nothing. Okay. I realized that I made a terrible, terrible, terrible mistake by naming you Bob Saget today. Okay. Because you know whose birthday it is? Uh, you tweeted about this this morning. Okay. Happy birthday to Gabe Brooks. Oh, it is. Our man. Yeah, our big, man. Big Gabe. Yeah. Carthage's finest. Yes, yeah. the, the pride of Carthage. Yes. Um, anyway, yes, that's yeah. uh, there's there's that. So, um, lots of 7-on-7 seven seven coming up. You, you, you are going to get more 7-on-7 seven seven than you, you ever can, yeah, wanted. And then wait wait yeah. till you see the state tournament this year, what we got planned. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, What's next, we're, Max? we're blowing out the state tournament. Uh, our man, Phil Vaney, again. This is a good point. And now he's got me thinking, which is bad news for you, Tepper. Mm, he know. says, you guys coming to Houston so we can get Killen's Barbecue. We will be in Houston for coaching school at the mm-hmm. end of July. Killen's Barbecue is a place we do still need to go yes. to. I've been. You've been. Yes, but Tepper been. and I, it's on I our, it's, yeah, on it's, our it's on our list. We need to go. The, so pro- the problem is. It's is far away from. It's, we're in downtown. Yeah, we're going to be downtown. Oh, we're in downtown Houston. <laughs> right. Yeah. And <laughs> Killen's is in Pearland. So it's a little bit of a haul. It's a haul, man. It's a little yeah. bit of a haul. I remember I went, like, the first time we were in um, coaching school was in Houston. After, after a while, I said um, I would go see some friends. They just had a kid. And so I, I said, I'll just take an Uber. And they lived in Katy. And I didn't re- I didn't realize. $60 yeah. Uber ride. I was like, oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 And the problem at coaching school for us also is. It's hard is, to get away that long. It's hard to get away that long. We are super busy. There's a yeah. lot. Go- there's yeah. We're, we're drinking, out of, drinking out of a fire hose. There, yeah, literally. a little bit. A little bit. But it has got me thinking. About whether there should be a TFT meetup where they come to us at the convention center mm. for a live week. show? Maybe, maybe. Do we have the kid built? We do we want could get that. We could. We could. Well, I don't know about a live show, but we could do something with them in person. Yeah, maybe. We'd have maybe. to move the. We'd have to probably move. You know the how I. You know the, how I feel they about limit people. access to the convention. They do hallway. limit access, but that you could just get in the hallway. And yes, do something. You can get in the it hallway. would not be that hard to yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. You know how I feel about people. I know. I know. Surprise I'm hugs. not too far behind you, but <laughs> it is worth considering how many of our Houston folks. Yeah. When is that? July 20th through the 23rd? Is that yeah, right? Something I think like that, right? Yeah. The, yeah the Saturday. The Saturday. Sunday. So technically it starts Sunday, but we got to be there Saturday. We'll be there Saturday, which, Saturday, which might not be the bad time For to do it because we have some more free time. Banquet, et cetera. Saturday. Was, cause that's, that's what, did we go to Spanish Flowers the first we, time on yeah, Saturday? Yeah. You and I snuck off to set yeah. Spanish Flowers at like four. You went to the place. Well, the biggest thing, because the thing is, and we've talked about, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, we talked about it in the class. That's uh, Real Madrid and Bayern Munich are playing each other at NRG oh, that night. Yeah. Now, we will probably not be paying what they're asking for those for those tickets. But that's that Saturday we, night. We might want to go somewhere and watch it. That's right. That's that Saturday night. Yeah, and you're you. I gotta do the hall. Of you gotta do the hall of honor thing. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and the other thing award. though, you know what we did talk about though? I think this is this <laughs> actually. I just remembered. I think this is going to happen. I think we're gonna beat the Astros game on Monday night against the A's. Mm, now nice. that could be fun. That could be a TFT meetup. Oh yeah. We're just planning the year out on the fly as usual on this show. Uh, anyway, Phil. You got me thinking about it, so mm. maybe not Killens, but we will be in Houston at the end of July, and we might need to do. There's something. a barbecue spot maybe closer to the downtown area, I think right? But I, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, man, if we all just get like, if we, especially with Adam, we like our boss, we may just get like a patio at yeah. at the Astros so, game. And so maybe the weird thing here's the weird thing about about the barbecue in Houston yeah. is Houston Metro is a great barbecue place. It's a really good barbecue yeah. area, but 
but Houston proper, like, yeah. kind of isn't. Yeah. yeah inside the loop and, is tougher. And yeah. here's the thing. Phil's like, hey, it's only 15 minutes to Pearland from, from downtown, and that's fine. Is but it 15 wh- minutes? Whether he's right or not, the point is this, Phil. 15 and I love you, Phil, because Phil is one of our most loyal viewers, and he's awesome. I've driven four hours to get to downtown Houston. You can do me the 15 the other way. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of how I look at these things, right? That's the trade we've got to go with. Ooh, yes. we got breaking news. Step bomb. Step bomb. Step bomb. Breaking. Palestine is hired. Brian ISD athletic director Lance Angel as their All next right. head football coach. Whoop, that is confirmed. Whoop, whoop, whoop. There you go. Wow, there you there go. All right. There okay. Um, Palestine is new head football coach. By the way, Seminole is going is looking for a coach. Kent Jackson's retired. Yeah. And you broke some news about the media mafia to the coach. That's true. Yeah. Our 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 own Brady Keene. Our own our own. Sweet little Bra- Brady Keene. Tiny infant Brady Keene. Yeah. Is now going to be a coach. Yeah. yeah. More importantly, he's going to be a coach at Winters. He's joining. He's leaving the Denton Record Chronicle to join the staff at Winters. Congratulations yeah. to him. Uh, can I get the single? Yep, here's the single. You have it. Brady. We made you. <laughs> if I don't get a Winters Blizzards polo within... Let's say four weeks of your arrival in winters. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Yeah. I bet you're going to drive all the way out there. Congratulations yeah. on your new gig. Now get me some clothes. There you go. <laughs> all right. Free clothes. Yeah. Uh, we already kind of talked about this, and I don't think Josh, Top- Josh Chapa, uh, he's an Argyle fan. I think you guys both know at this point. Yes. Uh, I don't think he's going to like the answer. He goes, you know, early on, can I get some early thoughts on 4A D1? Uh, the, bad, the bad news is what Step just alluded to. It. Waco La Vega might be just as good. Here's, here's the problem. The, pro- the problem is the same problem that Argyle had yeah. last year, which is that region is brutal. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You're talking about La Vega. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about Paris, who I think is going to be very, very good. Uh, you are talking about Salina, who could yeah. be on the come up. Um, who Melissa? else? Yeah. Melissa, Kennedale, Stephenville. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of really good teams that you're going to have to sort through. Yeah. I'm, I think... Not right. anyone think, off. I think Argyle yeah. is at or near the top of that list. Yep, always. But anytime you are in a situation where you have to go through that many good teams, it's just tougher yeah. as opposed to a team like, let's say, um, I mean... Liberty Hill's awesome, but that region Liberty is not. Liberty Hill, exactly. Yeah. Liberty Hill's going to have to go through... I'm, I'm, I mentioned the passes because I think they're a sleeper in Region 4 because Region 4... A lot more wide open. Yeah. Another thing is for for Argyle when they play La Vega, it's a bad matchup for them. Yes, because yeah. La Vega, La, what La Vega is really good at, Argyle doesn't do as well. Yes, they they're super super fast and they play physical. And La Vega's defense, they have at least a formula to slow Argyle down yeah. a little bit. So they've it's a tough matchup. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. If you talk with Don Hyde. He loves the challenge of playing Argyle. Yeah. Like he views it as a challenge because he, I, I, he, I don't think there's any real breaking news. He views them kind of as their equal. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like this is a team that yeah. that is, is certainly good enough and, and arguably at yeah. sometimes more talented than we are. Yeah. Right. And Unless yeah, we forget they beat him last year yes, in the first meet. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So he loves game planning for them. Yeah. And so that's you know that's a great coaching matchup there with yeah. Todd Rogers mm-hmm. and, and and Don Hyde. But yeah. in any case, yeah, I mean the problem is Argyle's just got to get out of that region. Yeah, it's the biggest thing. This is one you and I talked about yesterday, so this is kind of timely. Brent Holman asked, "What's the region of doom in four A Division two? Uh, and he wants to know who we're picking to come out of each region for the semifinals. We're not. <laughs> you, can, you can find that in the magazine. By yeah. the magazine. Yeah, but yeah. we we talked about this. You know, region two and region three. Yeah, yeah. It's region two, region three. Oh, look, it's tough. I, I don't think we're breaking any news here. Uh, Texarkana Pleasant Grove is going to be a 
major handful for people. They're going to be great. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Region Three, and it's kind of the it's a, look West Orange Shark. That's sat, that gold triangle. Right. Oh my god, yeah. Jasper, West Orange, Silsby. Silsby. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. be really really tough down there. Uh, yeah. yeah. That it's going to be. By the way, you want a little a little bonus sleeper, a, a team that I don't think anybody's really paying attention to because they were they were good last year, but not amazing. Watch out for Wake O'Connolly. Oh yeah. Oh, the yeah, Sunday kid. Yeah. on Sundays. That's yeah. They've got dud. Corey Black, Trent Poland. Mm-hmm. They got like three dudes that are really, really, mm-hmm. really highly recruited. They're going to be good. Um, three and seven two years ago. I just yeah. did their capsule, so I, I was just uh, thinking about that. But yeah, three and seven two years ago, and they might be one of their. They're going to be ranked pretty high by Speaking us. Speaking of Wake O'Connolly, who's playing in the Gatesville 7-on-7 seven seven on Saturday, uh-huh. take a look at that Gatesville 7-on-7. Seven seven. It's a good, good SPT. Field. Mm, good it's field. a good field. you got yeah. Connolly, La Vega, Brownwood, nice. Rockdale, Cameron Yo, China Spring, Lorena. It's going to be yeah. a good tournament. Right. Final question, and uh, I'll let Tepper choose how he wants to ha- answer mm. this because I think we know some things that other people don't. Mm. But all in due time, Maverick Cassidy – Asks, what are the chances ESPN Plus works out a deal with the UIL to broadcast high school football games? I can tell you this much. Friday night ain't happening anytime soon. Um, yeah, Friday night ain't happening, especially on ESPN. Uh, yeah. So so the re- there's a reason that the state championship games are on Fox, Fox Sports Southwest. Fox Sports Southwest bids on those. They bid on the UIL. They have a contract with the UIL. Mm-hmm. Now, the UIL, and this is something I think people don't necessarily realize, the UIL technically only owns the playoff games. Mm-hmm. That's it. They don't like the regular season games. And I think it's, it's only the quarterfinals or the regional finals. Is it regional finals and above that they, they have the full know. control over? I don't yeah, know. That's they when have, their ads. I know they, they have they, partial control over all of them, yeah. and then there may, there's a point where they, yeah. they, they, they totally take full over. control, yeah. Um, so, like, you can have regular season games. That's why, if you remember a couple years ago, what, DeSoto Cedar Hill was on ESPN or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of games like that. Um, I don't. I know that the I know the UIL. Uh, how do I want to say this? I know the UIL has at least flirted with the idea of relaxing some of the restrictions on 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 Friday nights. They flirted with but it. They take it really seriously. But the but mm-hmm. I know that the way that they want to do it is they want to make sure that they want to make sure that it is given the kind of platform that it deserves and what i mean by that is it's not making it a prospect fest yeah not making it a prospect fest <laughs> yeah. and furthermore making it so that like not everybody can go and just broadcast a high school football game yeah. that not every tom dick and harry can yeah. be like hey they don't want they want to vet out they want to make sure it's a, a professional yes. well done broadcast that's exactly well. right is that they want to make like like the reason people love the state championship games is obviously the games are great but also look at that presentation i'm not just i am saying it because they <laughs> cut me a check right. but like uh, yeah. but fox force like, they roll out the they roll out the red carpet and they treat it like a professional event so i would not i would say that ESPN is obviously has deep pockets, and 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 the UIL is going to do what's best for business, so to speak. But at the same time, I know they're very happy with the or with the um, the partnership they have with Fox Sports Southwest, and ESPN would obviously run pretty counter to that. And plus, the regular season games, the schools have full control over that. The schools, a yeah. lot of schools view it as why would I, you know, what's the benefit to us for for putting a game on television, and then you know the. the uh, 
people, the broadcasters are going to have to make it beneficial for the schools for them right. to agree to because that. Because that's and, the thing is that, and that's, that's why Allen doesn't like having their games on local TV because they're like, well, what's no. in it for us? We lose yeah. the gate, yeah. yeah, and we lose some gate because people say, I'm going to, I'm going to stay home. That's why you don't see any Allen games during during regular season on on yes. local TV. That's they, exactly they, ref, they refuse. They don't yeah. want to. Yeah. So yes. It's a long, there's a whole long conversation about that. Some things I can say, some things I can't. But I will say that I know that the UIL ha- is, that's not something that the UIL is just now thinking like, oh, why don't we, yeah. why don't we televise games? Yeah. Like, no. no, they've thought They're about on that. It. They're on it. They're thinking about ways to do it. I still think it's a ways away. It's yeah. not coming in 2019. Yeah. So, but that is kind of my thought on it. Uh, we're going to call it there because we've gone 20 minutes longer than oh normal, and I'm going to let you guys uh, get back to work. That's going to do it for us. Thank Tep and Step today. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Yeah, we'll do Tep and Step. I'll try to get edited up today. So uh, follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Max Thompson and Matt Stepp, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your player of the U trophy. We will see you Monday on Texas Football Today. <laughs>